So today I will be interviewing Hanish. We dive into speaking about the topic of spirituality and mental health. We talk about the power of energy and how energy is truly everything. He speaks about the power of saying the word yes and talks about a program called the Yes Program. Make sure to listen on to hear more about this program and I hope you enjoy. Hey y'all, welcome back to Mentally a Badass. My name is Justine and I am with Himanish today. And we are going to be talking about how he helps people use spirituality and breathing techniques to help um, to help people find their next big thing and also positive thinking as well. So I would like to introduce him. We're also going to be talking about his story as well and how and what he went through in the past to where he to what led him here today. So whenever you're ready, um, you can definitely start beginning talking about your story. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's a pleasure being on the show. So yeah, in terms of the spirituality and meditation space, um, so I'm so I'm a student that's recently graduated from BCU, and I've helped folks find and where they can either find the guiding light or potentially expand their vision. I'd like to think of everything as kind of like the timeline of future, past, present, future, where ones that are in the pres- past box, they're looking back at the memories of the time. And I mean, they're everyone's constantly doing their work, but they're in a certain nutshell where you're alive because hanging on to the things that they really enjoy like there's a lot of folks where i've seen they've they've enjoyed their school days a lot more than they do their professional Mm -hmm. life for them to share what they enjoyed most to what they don't currently we try Mm -hmm. to find the balance of how can we give like 50 50 to each time because everyone i mean like they should definitely to do have as a side hobby or just uh personal or professional goals they would be interested in achieving ones who are very futuristic are the ones that um, they're the ones who are like the high achievers from a lot of standpoints that i've seen they they're things that like now then you know it's like some of them are more entrepreneurial mindset some of them are more um design mindsets so they're always looking forward to doing something. And so that's why they keep looking at like, you know, five years from now, I'm going to be doing this, this, and this. So for them, it's so hard to stay in the present because they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to be living this life. They want to be living the lives of that they see on, on the media. Um, mm-hmm. So, but to balance all those two connections, you have to stay in the present because that's what helps you define the goals you want to do and start making the game plan to actually achieving them in the future and to take the past lessons as an example to implement in the present so that way you don't repeat them again because it's kind of we're all going through it's sometimes going to be great it's sometimes not you know it's not out of like so many implementations not everything you know, not everything works. We just, uh, it's the, 
the moment of just trying again and again. And so that's where the the chakras or like the, the, the breathing or the meditation, they all have their own unique ways of heal the energy that's causing you pain most of the time. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of like the brief overview. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I, I feel like I practice that a lot as well when I'm realizing it. Um, I also like, do you agree that people who focus more on the future or most likely probably more anxious while people who focus on the past or you think would develop more depression? Yeah. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) in terms of like the depression and anxiety factor, the usually folks that are breathing techniques or doing some something around the the spirituality meditation space whether it's like a yoga or whether they're using the the body to develop calmness they don't usually a depression doesn't an depression and anxiety doesn't really occur as easy they're on they're very they're centered and they're walking the steps slowly and so they're not they're not too future looking too ahead in the future looking too back in the past that it mm-hmm. what they're just focusing on what can they do now for each minute yeah hour in that specific day you know i mean you might have something planned at seven in the night on like a weekend or depending on you might have different things planned out but Mm-hmm. You you you're scheduling it for the future, but you're focusing on what you have to do today. So yeah. that's what um, it keeps you guided and focused. And this is also helped. Like I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of students, a lot of folks who just don't know what they want to do. Like are just clueless yeah. because they 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 don't know where their path lies. And that mm-hmm. they just using spirituality meditation on a day-to-day basis it helps you to figure out where your guiding light really is whether or not you start with the wrong degree or major mm-hmm. i mean anyone every, i mean everyone's seen it someone or the other makes the pivots so there's it's not like set in stone that if you go somewhere you're going to be there for the kind of like the rest mm-hmm. there for the rest of your life that's not like yeah, I feel like life is just so ever changing. Like, I like my life has changed. Had I've been through like diff- so many different chapters in my life. Like, for example, like moving to a different state from my childhood, and just like, you know, different, you know, just different jobs and and different endeavors and such. And I like, I, I feel like through each chapter, I you know grow and evolve, and my mindset change, and I just feel like. I'm a completely different person, but like, mm-hmm. I'm still like, my soul is still <laughs> the same, but like, my mind is different. But I mean, it is right. scientifically proven that like, I mean, you can rewire your brain, like it, we're literally at the end. Of, I, we're not like, it feels like we're like robots in a way, you know what I mean? <laughs> that we, you know, have that kind of power to re, you know, retrain our brains and to think differently. And um, it's just so powerful. Um, so tell me, um, what made you decide like um like did you struggle with this with staying in the present that is this something that you had a challenge with that you want to help others um so where i started with it was back in like wow um somewhere on eighth 
eighth grade, um, I didn't really have problems looking too ahead in the future or in the past because I really didn't know what I was gonna do. <laughs> so I was one of the I was one of those candidates that, you know, when you're not really sure, you just have to find you know what's interesting to you because you're just exploring and testing new things because you're not you're not as sure. So I my um. I got in the spirituality and meditation space because one of our friends, he, he was actually graduating from high school and he, it had seemed to help him figure out where he wanted to go, what, you know, what major he wanted to be in, wanted to guide his career and what would be the best option to help him take those actions correctly. And he said the one thing that did help him was joining this organization called art of living and um so it's kind of like a it's kind of like an i mean i from what i heard they recently did turn for profit but i don't know from when i joined they were like a non-profit that was promoting the spirituality and meditation message of where you do do things as like it's a pretty big organization the founder mm-hmm. of it is uh sri sri ravi shankar ravi shankar it was uh, originated in India so mm-hmm. I was first doing the the basic techniques myself you know through, through the um, uh, through the content that my parents were providing because I didn't know where to start so mm-hmm. I kind of took the, the the twigs and tried to like assemble which one would be helpful and once I started getting assimilated and joined the program did learning the the techniques for like a good one to two years they then you know like in every organization when they see you being active and you're really enjoying it you start to get you know they they try to get you simulated with like the other side of the the place you know uh in terms of putting yourself out there in the organization used to go on several trips where I got to help other kids when, and this is all in high school, um, mm-hmm. you know, giving back to the community sense. It got, you got to be part of powerful projects that they were trying to implement uh, in terms of school systems and whatnot. So one of the, the way I found my purpose was doing, uh, I think it was the beginning of 11th grade. I was, they was, so they have like three categorizations. I still don't remember what the name of the, the smaller one, like it starts with like youth, then yes, and yes plus. And the reason they say yes is because they want to promote a positive message. Saying yes to the small things that you want to do helps you to take the negative out of life, whether you hear no mm-hmm. from other folks. And so, mm-hmm. The um the yes program it it's for or no, the yes plus program that's for the, the for the folks that are in colleges and so I did take this program in a college which I don't remember the name of but I know it was somewhere in like North uh, North Carolina somewhere around there and uh-huh. I was I was on I was like the only high school student over there like second year, first year, third year students, you know, not even having the, I mean, I had been on, not as familiar because it was a bit too early in the game. Mm-hmm. And we got, 
for those next three and a half weeks that summit paired up in a group of four to kind of you know understand and see how we can evolve and use it um because it's like kind of what they do in that yes they make you they have like a small idea and it's like a little small project where you try to come up with a way uh in like showing your group's implementation of how did it succeed and it's mostly around like in most of the topics or the that's for the yes plus it's more in how have you improved but it's like a different like ours was what was the change you saw from a to basic topics it's nothing like you have to like write on paper or pencil so mm-hmm. i to so the group that i was there was three folks where one couldn't where they all had disabilities and these that were not as minor but pretty major because one of them couldn't see one of them couldn't hear mm-hmm. one of them couldn't well psychological problem where they couldn't uh, take as much stress you know in terms of if like in this having to just start something with someone's you know complaining about about them or whatever the scenario might be because from that stress they just run out like miles so mm-hmm. like you know some cycle which i didn't know as which i was not aware of when i had when i tried this first one and a half week i tried to keep myself assimilated to not make myself look different out of them but to kind of like collaborate mm-hmm. much as i did that they kept rejecting me in terms of you know you know in terms of you know they would do everything internally within, within the three of themselves like i would try to pitch in or something and they would not be as interested and they're just you can tell when someone's on a way and that was mm-hmm. the feeling i kept getting and so one of the professors that kind of approved with this yes plus coming to this university because that's a, a process itself by standalone he told me that the the one thing you can do for the last one and a half weeks that you have your time over here is observe your prey in terms of figuring out what is it that's really bothering them because there must be something else that you can see at different times when you're not with them and so we would have like five ten minute breaks in between after like 45 minute sessions because it was um so on, on specific days depending on like schedules every time we had a five to ten minute break they would always feel extremely uncomfortable because they felt they were the outliers those three dots being somewhere plotted on like another spectrum when the lines being drawn clearly from point a to b c d they they didn't they didn't feel like they were part of that crowd because of their disabilities Mm -hmm. i had to kind of spin my approach where i was in because the one thing i was trying to include them when if you want more honey more bees you track more bees to honey than you do to vinegar so the honey part for me was to make them feel like they're not you know, mm-hmm. undervalued. And so yeah. I used to show them that 
I used to give them tips and pointers that if you're not confident, anyone will beat you to the ground and they would they want to see you bleed and fall on the street. That's what everyone mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. can't let that happen because everyone's yeah. taking the pivots. And so as we started to understand each other better last week and a half, at the end, we all ended up trading uh, phone numbers. Mm -hmm. So when we when it came to our turn to present, I was kind of at the center of the whole conversation because those three said that if we didn't have this high school student, I don't, they don't, they said, able to get through the last one, two, or three years, I think one or two years, because they were mostly in their uh, uh, second year or third year. They said that we don't think we'd be able to get through our college years because he showed us a different limelight. So, you know, with that applause of like small to medium group, I don't remember vaguely, just from a small audience, it can make a huge impact towards if you're looking at a bigger audience, you because it shows mm -hmm. that if they like it, you're I'm then you know you're pretty sure other people might like that motivation. So my well my purpose has been to and over the years I've researched more about spirituality and meditation, how it helps others. You know what are ways you can motivate individuals, and I've been trying to find my way of like what are some different platforms I can do in terms of or use in terms of motivating others. Yeah, I think I think that's awesome. I and I thought the yes program. It sounds like so familiar to me. I don't feel like I don't know. I feel like I know. I, I kind of like want to Google it because I just feel like it just sounds like super familiar. So you said that it happened that it was in North Carolina that you went to. Yeah, it was one of the universities that I went to. I, it might have been okay. North Carolina, but I don't remember like specifically which one because it was, oh, wait, it was I, a long time. I know what it is. I've seen it because I think they've came, I think something that they came to Disney or whatever, because I, I think maybe, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, wrong. so like the art of living there, have you heard of something around this? Have you heard something called the sky breath meditation? Like that's what, that's what they use. Like they use a Soha method in terms of helping folks under, uh, keep themselves at center. So like, if you've done one of the sessions, then they've used something where there's a voice in the background. If you do the, if you've done the yes program, which is for mm -hmm. like teenagers mostly. So, so is breathing in, hum is breathing out. Have you ever done that before? Breathing. So it's, mm -hmm. there's like a voice that's pre-recorded that they play and it's, mm -hmm. they're pretty much saying so pay, so hum at their pace. So it'll either be so hum, so hum, so hum, or be like, uh, and you the, as the audience you have to use from that pre-recorded voice that they have you have to use uh -huh. your breath in terms of breathing in and out so when they say so okay. when they say so you breathe in and when they say hum you breathe out and if they don't say anything you hold it okay yeah i do love doing breathing exercises like i sometimes do that with like meditation and such um when i do like i've done meditation but i don't like i feel like i should do it more often you know so that obviously it's really good for the mind um i have like the app headspace and sometimes i'll like put like 
if I'm like really stressed out, I like put like a YouTube video or whatever. Um, but going back mm. to that Yes program thing, I figured it out that there's actually like the Yes program at Disney is called Disney Youth Education Series. So that's what I was thinking. That's not relevant to what we're talking uh, about. Because yeah. because I was thinking, I was like, what is like, it sounds so familiar, the Yes program. Like, then I Google it and I'm like, that is nice to what you just said. But yeah, there's a thing at Disney. It's called Disney Youth Education Sh- Series and it's called the Yes program. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess everyone wants to promote the word yes. <laughs> but... I, I mean, I guess that honestly makes sense, though. It's, I mean, I mean, I feel like they probably maybe have similar, like, my, a mindset of what this, I mean, I liked how you said that saying yes is for, like, even the smallest things puts, like, so much more positivity in into your day than saying no. Like, literally, like, the simplest things, like, hmm, do I want to get coffee? Yes. Or, like instead yeah. of saying no, I, I do like what you said there. I feel like that is that is definitely a good like exercise to help bring more positivity into your day. So maybe Disney did the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because because like just taking Disney for when they make imagination to another level that we can't even imagine. I mean, like look at what they've done. You know, they have the Marvel content, they have the Star Wars content, they have their own content, right? Like the Pixar and whatnot. If they didn't mm-hmm. think it was possible, they wouldn't have said yes to imagination in the first place. But yeah. they thought it was possible. And so now they've become this multi-billion dollar company where, you know, imagination is the key to Disney. You know, when you hear Disney, you hear imagination. Whereas, and this goes with anyone, even like a uh, any specific uh, uh, brand we might talk about, like, yes, has helped folks that we know of today that wouldn't exist. Because saying no, I'm pretty sure hasn't got gotten has not gotten people the places they wanted. And even if exactly, yeah. And the I've taught I've the one thing that I find very in between folks that are very stuck in the past versus in the very future. The mm-hmm. ones who are in the past, they don't even think about saying no. They don't even think about saying yes. They don't know what to say because they just want to live a f- happy, full, fulfilling life with its own struggles along with it. Mm-hmm. And so th- if for them, it's like, you know, yeah, we can say yes. That won't, that won't be such a such a to go through. And they improve over the time and they start to get in the habit of saying yes and you know, whether they're uh, very much into fitness, they follow that. If they're very much into reading, they follow that. Yeah. But the ones who are very futuristic, who have who are like the very high achievers that just want to accomplish this, like we want this now and this, 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 right? Mm-hmm. They, for them to feel that we, that when I tell them, now you have to come and say yeah. yes, for them, it's like, how you but we want to go there you know we don't want to be here because mm-hmm. the thing is that the what they're afraid of is if they fail in achieving those future goals they'll be crippled like not like actually but like in terms of goals not being accomplished and what what my take to them has always been is if it's not happened but you try that trying factor you can say that 
someone to like if you meet someone across the street where someone's like you know i wish i had done that you can say i i tried it it didn't work but you know you never know in your next life you might be able to end up being the next uh uh, huge company that everyone's investing on i mean who knows that the the ceo of like apple like tim cook or steve jobs what what their past life might have been maybe they're Maybe they even had an idea, but they, it didn't work. And so they were meant to have an idea that really changed the world. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, they, it's very, you, it, I feel like anything you do, you, if you have that, it's great. We, everyone wants to see it accomplished. Mm-hmm. Also need to, un- it doesn't happen. Understand reality where if that's something, it was a passion, Thing which you, you continue talking about it, there are other ways to just to keep in terms of that. I'm doing it, I'm not a company, but nothing. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that's big. <laughs> Would you say you've made a pretty big impact so far with helping all these people? Yeah, I think. Uh, out of like majority of folks that I've had, I've I, I think I made the biggest impact across um, students mostly because mm-hmm. they are not as for them it's very easy to um, it's not easy but it's it's much more convincing to make them understand what the value of spirituality and meditation is and to actually ingrain the roots. You know how there's a saying where if you put the, if you if you implant the seed in the soil very early, the roots mm-hmm. get established and then slowly mm-hmm. it blossoms into the flower. So that's what I, I try to embellish the roots for them in high school and mm-hmm. want to blossom the flower. And I'll, I might, yeah. I might, I might have some part into make having the flower have like a stem but it's up to them if they mm-hmm. want to blossom it. So, yeah, you know, I've had folks where through intuition and opening the third eye chakra, they've actually been able to, like, they'll, they'll write their, you know, usually when you have to prepare for a test, you have to read through it, go through it, remember the material. Some use flashcards, some don't. One of them was very um, scared about tests. He, he had, like, a very, and I told them, you know, I told them that, the best thing about your dream is that tests get over after 21. So he <laughs> said, I said, you don't have to worry about that. But in the meantime, I mean, unfortunately, since you're at this uh, stage of your life, you, you have to continue doing it. So I said, yeah. the only way you can figure, the only thing you can do is find a way to help relieve that stress. Because he said, I prepare all the content, but I don't mm-hmm. know when I go on the test, I get all blank. You know, it doesn't like, you know how sometimes you feel like you've did everything and you go and like a, uh, you sit on the chair and it's like you forget everything you've... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, all the time. Yeah. I was always a horrible <laughs> test taker. So I like, go to studying and I'll sit down and be like, and I see the paper and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, I told him that I kept... Uh, he used to... Um, they, we used to keep doing it together and as he would do it outside of his house and whenever he, we, he, he would do it with me, he eventually got to the point where 
he did used to do the studying, but he could hold his either uh, notebook or there was a certain amount of thickness of the notebook that it would depend on, but he could hold it and just absorb all the knowledge to that without even having to read it. So interesting. that is what opening that is, or just the amount of energy it gives your soul in terms of like being persistent with spirituality meditation, anything that you do, you have to be persistent in order to get those effects. Like I've seen mm-hmm. my, um, my mom's dad, when he came to the U S from India, he's like what 70. So, I mean, he's already retired and whatnot, but mm-hmm. we were going to play t- during the summer and I had just graduated from high school and he was, he was just watching from the bench. You know, we were just hitting the balls and everything. And all of a sudden he said, why don't I give it a shot? And you expect, you know, when there's a 70 year old, you want to go extremely slow. It really felt like he was playing 10 times better than all of us because (laughs) he, he was being active on the court and he looked like the, the, the better that who who might play like, who, I don't know if you've heard of, if you follow tennis or not. He's one of like the more professional uh, athletes. He looked like the old version of him. And he had done, he had been doing yoga and like breathing techniques since he was, I mean, he'd started late, but he started doing it when he was like 21. Mm-hmm. And so by that time, you have a lot of energy within you where you can, where you much more handle than we do. So, <laughs> so that you know, it has its own benefits. But if I had to say all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them because in order to get ahead, you have to get started. It's like it's like what um what Michael Jordan said. You he's missed more than like nine thousand shots he said in like an ESPN interview in his career. But Mm -hmm. he's lost like 300 games 26 times he's told himself that he's trusted to take the game winning shot and missed Mm -hmm. and he's failed over and over again but that's one of the reasons he's the greatest of all time because you know he's won like six and that also three there's there's even a um i've not seen it but there's a there's a documentary where it talks about what the struggles the Bulls had had to go through behind the scenes, off the court. Mm-hmm. Because when everything's all on the court or on the stage, or when we see a film or, 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 we, or we see someone that we look forward to, that is the perfect image they're showing because that's, that's their, that. so they have to show their best self, the best version of themselves on that court. Mm-hmm. The mo behind the scenes we don't know what's happening at all i mean we used to see i I didn't know that one of the matches one of the players calf was injured he acted like it was totally fine so you you know that's that's just that's a different obviously topic but just putting out yeah yeah no i mean everything is making sense i like how you um use like 
real life examples in regards to like what you what you do and how much of the impact that you're making. Um, but I do want to say thank you so much, though, for like bringing that knowledge onto my podcast. And like, for me, like, I personally really do believe in like, everything that you're saying, I like, sometimes I, I really feel like I'm very like spiritual, <laughs> um, personally. Um, and I think that's really cool of what you're doing. Um, but to close it on here, is there like anything like any advice? I mean, I feel like this, honestly, this whole episode was all about advice, but, <laughs> <laughs> but typically I always like to end my episode with like any kind of like last advice you would like to give to um, people who are um, listening here today in regards to what you do, I guess. It's just kind of a hard question to answer since you pretty much the whole episode is about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I From everything that we've said and everything that mm-hmm. we've, you know, talked about i think the two main messages i want to give out to the folks have who who want to improve whether in their personal or professional life is you have to fall forward in order to hit something so that way you can figure out where it's the direction you're going to because unless you unless you don't fall forward you won't know where to go it's the Mm -hmm. failures that help us find the path Mm -hmm. it's a success that this is working because the, right. moment you, the moment you fall back you're not really improving and you know and for the professional folks when you hire people you're doing that so they can do their job and most of the time it is sometimes the money motivation factor as well but if you hire people that believe what you believe that that mm-hmm. means they're not working for the money they're working because they'll work for you for the Whereas for the ones on a personal note, you can shake the world while working hard in silence because success is your noise and that you you don't end up saying that you don't have enough time. You exactly have the same number of hours per day that were Mm -hmm. given to a Helen Keller, a Leonardo da Vinci, an Albert Einstein, Mother Teresa, all -hmm. these people, my children. I mean, all these people had the same amount of time, but they did much more incredible things that we've never thought of. Everyone has 24 hours. No one has an extra 12 hours in their basket where they just pop in and go like, well, I got 36 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they choose to not sleep and then they just are ahead of the game. But that's a whole other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, even at Mars, I'm pretty sure... It's going to be a 24-hour spectrum because... Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much like people have the same... Well, I don't want to say, like, everyone has the same... That's extremely false between, like, so many other factors in the the world, you know what I mean? But the one thing that you did say that isn't common is that we all have 24 hours. Um, Just, like overall just like knowing that we have 24 hours um but yeah but thanks again for being on here i am gonna close it here now (laughs) and um if you have like any like socials and stuff i'll put it in the description here so people if you want people to follow you if not just like you know let me know on the side and i won't do it um but thank you guys everybody um for listening and i hope everyone has a wonderful night evening morning or whatever and i will here see you guys and such next week for another episode. 
So in next week's episode, I'll be interviewing my good friend Joey. We talk about his unexpected passing of his father and how he's using that as motivation to create an amazing life for himself because he knows that that would make his father proud. He already achieved a dream that you will find out in next week's episode. 